0: For God, for country, for truth, for justice, for the Republic. You're listening to the Powder Monkey Podcast on PirateInfoWars.com Welcome to the Powder Monkey Podcast. This is episode 15 and uh, this is a, a, a very, very special uh, episode. I have um, Leo Zagami joining me today and uh, Leo, I, I believe, is not just a patriot but a, uh, a, a Christian soldier um, against uh, some of the evils that, that God has put in front of him and uh so, uh, Leo, I, I really appreciate you coming on. Thank, thanks for joining.
1: Thank you for having me on, and hello to all your listeners and the viewers.
0: So, um, you know, I, I guess first of all, you, you we were saying uh, sort of off off air there that um, you know you you have a long background. Um, I kind of want to uh, to give you sort of an open platform and and let you sort of speak from your heart um but uh, as far as the guests you know go uh you know that maybe new listeners here uh, uh tell us a little bit about uh you know your background yes. and i
1: guess that a lot of uh, probably the listeners that uh, you have will be acquainted with my name from yes. wars uh, for the last few years have been uh, absolutely a Vatican correspondent and i have also uh, wrote and published in the English language several books now. So I guess that in the last few years, I have this going on and a lot more people have been following me since uh, also reading my books and seeing the in-depth knowledge that they offer, which is of course uh, a, a much more uh, uh, a much more profound experience than only uh, the, the web uh, and the articles that you can occasionally find uh, even on my site or on many other sites that uh, I publish my articles these days yes. so I, I will always advise people to ultimately go to my books for having a really uh, an, an insider knowledge and, and and compare what i'm saying also with all the footnotes the the sources that i cite that i try to always uh, uh, i try to always bring accurate uh, sources of information so we are fighting an information war, and and, and that uh, is uh, what, what we're trying to do. I've uh, started uh, in 2006 uh, with uh, a blog concerning my own involvement in the New World Order and uh, the secret societies that we describe commonly as the Illuminati, which, of course, is not just a secret society that, you know, right. at times people think it's just a one uh, reality. Uh, with the secret society that uh, was, uh, of course, terminated because uh, it immediately uh, struck fear in the the monarchies of Europe. And We're talking about Adam Bishop, the 1776 uh, Illuminati. But there is, of course, mystery schools of old that go back thousands of years. So uh, in in my concept of the Illuminati, we go back uh, to Alexandria of Egypt, we go back to atlantis uh, and we go back to the beginning of uh, uh, our civilization so right. uh, i am uh, kind of busy writing books most of the time but i'm also reporting on leozagami.com and uh, uh, like i said uh, just a second earlier regarding my own personal involvement uh, with this uh, new world order and this uh, network of the illuminati i have uh, Uh, done hundreds, maybe thousands of interviews. Yes, (laughs) Uh, Yes. So I guess that a few people know me, but maybe still there is maybe some people who don't know me. Now I I moved uh, from Europe to the United States to avoid persecution because unfortunately, I started this exposure work in 2006 and soon after I got uh, persecuted by the Norwegian state at the time I was living in Norway, in Oslo and uh, they threatened me and uh, they basically um, forced me in the end to uh, leave Norway Norway after an accusation of espionage. So that was eventually dropped uh, at the beginning of 2010. So I went back to live in my native country of Italy, knowing very well though that uh, I was facing the enemy Uh, in an even more uh, close face-to-face situation because I was going to Rome and the Vatican uh, uh, was one of my uh, main enemies and I had been exposing the Vatican-led New World Order before many other people I mean before anybody had even an idea that the Vatican could be behind it all because there was a sort of a naive mentality even 15 20 years ago on the internet, uh, it was very few people who were discussing the involvement of the Vatican or the Jesuits in this new world order. Nowadays, it's almost common knowledge.
0: Are, are you familiar with um, the willing Jesuit um, here in West Virginia? Um, diocese. No, I I, I, I don't
1: have, uh, I... Uh, I'm not very familiar with each okay. uh, uh, Diocese of the Jesuits. I mean, I'm not myself. Sure, absolutely. Uh, I, I haven't been myself uh, in the U.S. for such a long time to know uh, everything that goes on here. But uh, I was able, of course, uh, to um, from uh, my uh, privileged position of having been involved with the, the Jesuits, having been involved with the Vatican, having been involved with Freemasonry. I was mm. uh, in, in Europe, of course, uh, in Norway, in Italy, in England, and uh, in, in Monaco, where I was a member of a very exclusive lodge called the uh, Monte mm. Carlo Lodge for many years. And okay. uh, now I think that with my latest book, Volume Four, of My Confessions. I've also uh, given a very in-depth explanation of what the Jesuits are and what is Ignatian spirituality and what it represents also for for all of us uh, as a threat. Uh, yes. Um,
0: the, the one thing that I, I thought was um, d- disturbing, you're, you're talking about the naivety of, of everyone, you know, concerning the Catholic Church, but... Um, I was, I actually ran across um, some information here in West Virginia, just, just doing a, a, a web search regarding um, that particular diocese. And one of the things that I, I found, Leo, was that um, it, it was from a site called bishopaccountability.org, but it gave detailed links and descriptions of, of each, you know, um member of the church that had come through and sort of been moved around whenever an atrocity i
1: mean nowadays you see uh, after all this exposure work that uh, me and others have done uh, Mm -hmm. the vatican was eventually forced to give out the names uh, of their uh, sex abuse uh, priest uh, Uh, And even the National uh, Enquirer, which is, of course, a kind of magazine that you find uh, uh, at the supermarket, you know, (laughs) has nowadays for the last few weeks uh, published a list of all uh, the priests involved. Uh, The problem is that in most uh, cases, and you you, you can check that out, most of these priests are either deceased or have been removed and placed uh, at times into the custody of uh, uh, institutions that the Church uh, um, doesn't really talk much about, uh, which we have exposed in the past. I have exposed on leozagami.com. They are kind of secretive uh, um, institutions, which are uh, uh, sponsored and built by the Church of Rome to protect uh, those priests who have, uh, of course, been exposed and at that point, they don't have anywhere else to go. They have to be almost hidden from public scrutiny because, uh, of course, they have uh, placed the church in disrepute. Right. And, uh, I think that the problem with the Catholic Church is that we are talking here about uh, um, an institution just like we have seen overnight. Now, we were talking about it just before we went on the show with the, the Boy Scouts of America. Yes. An institution that for years, I mean, we have been talking about abuse and sex abuse in the the Boy Scouts of America for many years. I actually also talked about it uh, because of the links they had uh, with a guy called Michael Aquino, Lieutenant Colonel Michael Aquino, Mm
0: -hmm. who
1: is the founder of uh, the Temple of Set in the middle of the 70s and one of the early high priest of the Church of Satan with Anton LaBay and somebody who uh, is an expert on mind control and the manipulation because uh, he worked for the military intelligence for a number of years. And uh, he, he was involved with the Boy Scouts, but he was also involved with the Jesuits. So mm-hmm. we always see you know these people getting away with these crimes. And uh, thanks to the statute of limitations, often getting away uh, with it uh, for life, uh, then the the, the victims, of course, they they don't get anything. They don't even get, let's say, a compensation, a monetary compensation, which I think in any case will not be enough for what they have uh, lived.
0: Right. You know, um, it, and you know, it, it said that, you know, you know, people by their fruits and you have been saying this for years and years and years. And, and now, um, you know, your work with Alex Jones, uh, you know, specifically, uh, you know, I believe uh, the, with the, uh, the demonic possession of the, uh, the Vatican exposed and, yeah. and how even just the synchronicity, uh, I believe he even speak he even spoke about it one time, Leo, about being there and lightning striking while you were there. And just, just, and I believe synchronicity is God's calling card. It's his, it's his way of saying, you know, this is, uh, this is me in action, if that makes any sense to you. And, um, you, you know, your, your, your words have, have come true. You have called it, um, like, you know, like, like you wrote it. <laughs> so yeah. it's,
1: Yes. Uh, and I mean, that was pretty incredible because uh, we were with Alex in the, in the middle of, of the summer and it's pretty warm and, and, and hot and you don't expect really to have a, a storm, uh, suddenly on top of the Vatican uh, that emulates what you have uh, written. Also because the image that I showed in the cover of that book, which we were dedicating the documentary that you just mentioned, uh, was done in February. It's rather different uh, uh, February from August in Italy. So to suddenly have uh, the sky transforming in front of your eyes, uh, I guess, it led even Alex to uh, think, uh, of course, uh, there was a divine intervention. Uh, I think that when you're dealing with this kind of topics, uh, definitely you are dealing uh, with something divine, something uh, that uh, needs to be always uh, um, treated very cautiously, because uh, it pertains the realm of sacredness. Um, You see the profane, what does it mean profane? Profane means somebody who is outside of the temple. A church is a temple, so within Mm -hmm. the temple, there is a reality, a reality that unfortunately, was abused by these people um, and many others, maybe in many other institutions. I'm not saying that only the Catholic Church has this problem, because like we just mentioned, there is exactly. now a recent scandal with the Boy Scouts of America, and probably there's going to be many others in the future, and there's been many uh, in the past. Yeah, I
0: mean, Jeffrey
1: yeah. Epstein, the Prince uh, from yes. England, Prince Andrew, uh, Prince Charles with Jimmy Savile, and, and a series of people of course uh, prevalently from the elite uh, that seem to really get away with things that no ordinary person can can even imagine
0: right um, let's talk Trump for a minute um, now you were a founding member of the uh, of Italians for Trump you yes. locked long- Long before you were even here on this soil, you were supporting and long
1: before uh, Trump was even elected because he founded this organization before uh, the election of uh, Donald J Trump to support his campaign, his presidential campaign right uh, so before he had even uh, won his nomination. Um, we supported the, the idea. We also uh, discussed it uh, in Rome with Alex Jones, uh, who came to Rome, uh, as you said, for doing this documentary. But it was also an opportunity to discuss uh, how we could find solutions for a better world. And uh, it seemed like Donald J. Trump uh, was the right person. And I since then I never regretted uh, this choice which I made uh, of supporting the president.
0: You um and and before that now, uh, forgive me if I'm wrong. I I, I think I I heard Alex. I mean, of course, this.
1: people have to understand that Italians for Trump uh, became a serious reality. I mean, the 20th yeah. of January 2017, uh, we had two separate events: one in front of the American embassy and one in front of the Parliament in 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 fantastic historical building of Palazzo Feraioli with uh, the elite uh, of uh, of Italy uh, coming uh, not only Italy coming to these events and I was even able to leave a couple of people out who I didn't like like um, right Democratic Party and I I took revenge, I have to admit, Uh, but but it was uh, uh, definitely from the start I had this feeling that Trump could be the right person, because like I said to Alex, this guy has the money, you can't buy him out, Mm -hmm. and problem unfortunately with people like Obama and many others. In the, in the past, there was uh, that they were uh, people that could be bought because, you know, they knew that the presidency will last four, maximum eight years, and after that, they will only live thanks to book deals, uh, conferences, speaking engagements, and so on.
0: Right, right. Now, long before, though, the Trump, I, and I, I think what really resounded with Trump was the, the anti-socialism, and, I mean, you, uh, forgive me if I'm wrong, but you actually have been behind the scenes. Uh, I think Alex mentioned you even, I guess, during the latter years of Gladio, maybe. Uh, were, were you in, yes, involved? Yes, I
1: was involved, and I was also involved in, uh, in uh, basically uh, running for office in Italy at one point uh, when uh, uh, they George Soros basically overthrew uh, Berlusconi's government in 2011 and mm-hmm. uh, in 2013 early 2013 I participated to um, to these elections. I wasn't successful unfortunately we we, we, we basically were sabotage yes uh, left, right and center uh, but it was a great experience to actually live politics. Uh, uh, rather than view politics uh,
0: absolutely
1: uh, my grandfather used to be a senator so I had experience regarding what politics was uh, uh, but uh, definitely being directly involved being able to go um, to Parliament uh, even before the elections to discuss uh, the elections with various representatives and and participating to, to this whole thing that in the end demonstrated the once again that unfortunately Italy like most European countries it is, is, doesn't have a future because they are rigged by a system which is uh, um, far more powerful than they can ever imagine. Uh, Italy finds itself at the center of a geopolitical uh, kind of uh, situation where you have NATO on one side, the Russia on the other, the Vatican in the middle, and many compromises along the way. So I didn't make it. Then I kind of inspired also the Pitchfork Revolution, which mm-hmm. uh, was very successful at the beginning in Italy and created an uprise. Uh, um, so it was a civil uprise. And uh, it inspired what uh, now we see with the, the Yellow Vest in France. Right. So that was uh, one of the things that I inspired and I created uh, out of the idea that after the books after being active on the internet the next step was to involve myself socially and uh, be able to fight the enemy directly but it was not, not a good idea because in the end these people are very powerful they will fight back and so then uh, i got persecuted me my family um, locked up uh, Um, police arriving at my door, West and Roger Stone, they actually broke the door And they kind of like early morning hours and uh, and so I feel also for Roger and what he went through, definitely being a political operative is not an easy and my books uh, that were very successful in the first couple years, the moment in which uh, of course I took a political stand uh, the leftists took my books off the libraries uh, of the and and, and, they, and they took off the, the bookshops and then and, and they and they made sure that I was censored
0: You were unpersoned in in the most orwellian sense of the word. Uh,
1: yes <laughs> I would say so I would say so I mean it, it I should have expected that <laughs> the, the the problem was that then in 2014 I decided to come here to the u.s Which I did I stayed here several months in southern california to try to find a book deal thanks to my friend uh, and Sean Stone, uh, who is the son of Oliver Stone, we eventually managed to find a book deal. Uh And uh, then I went back to Italy, and the situation, once I got back to Italy, got uh, gradually worse and worse, because at that point, uh, my enemies didn't want only my books to get, uh, of course, censored and get out of the bookshop, but they wanted me to disappear in some way, or become um, either bankrupt, or either arrested. You have to understand that defamation in Italy is also criminal offence. Yeah. So you can't actually talk about the Pope or this or that, because there is a law that goes back to the time of Mussolini in 1930 called Legge Rocco that basically forbids you to do that. So you 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 can risk to be arrested for simply talking bad about something that is even true, but they don't care. Right.
0: No, no. And that, you know, again, is... is, It was uh, very
1: uh, tense, the period of time, let's say, between 2014 to 2019, last year, when I eventually moved to the U.S. and fled Italy in May 2019. uh, It was very tense time. Because I I, uh, I, I couldn't, I mean, I was working for Infowars uh, there as a Vatican correspondent. I was writing my books, but I didn't really feel safe and uh, the more I was continuing with my exposure work and the more I was getting threatened left, right and center. I mean, I will have the police arriving at my door uh, stopping me uh, just while I'm going to my mother and having lunch. controlling documents, uh, at all times of day and night, uh, literally a police state situation. It was like living in Nazi Germany.
0: I remember seeing some of your, uh, I, I followed you, uh, you know, over social media and I, I remember seeing some of your posts near the end of your time there in Italy. And it looks like, you know, uh, upon your leaving, I mean, that, that looked, uh, to me like a, a bittersweet moment, you know, but, um,
1: Listen, I couldn't even really talk much about it when I was about to leave because I couldn't really make it so public that I was uh, literally escaping the enemy because otherwise they might have stopped me. So I had to do it in a way, you know. Um, The first thing I decided to do last year, right on the 1st of January 2019, was to stop posting in the Italian language. Because in that way, uh, knowing also the ignorance of the Italians, that they often can't read in English, I knew that at least the police and stuff, they would be a little bit off my back because I wasn't anymore addressing my exposure work to the Italians. You okay. were
0: kicking. Yeah,
1: I got and you. then what happened is, though, when I came here to America, I was finally free to, 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 to write my articles, also regarding... Uh, Uh, Another important thing which was uh, this uh, this spy war that was going on Uh, because you see in 2016 uh, when uh, um, Trump uh, won, uh, at that point uh, in autumn 2016 of course, at that point uh, the deep state activated their cells in Italy to create and craft that uh, hoax, the Russian hoax. Right. I did it uh, thanks to a professor, a Maltese professor that was in this uh, university in Rome, which is often used by the intelligence. And uh, they they did, uh, he called Joseph Misfood, and uh, he got uh, uh, involved with this other guy, Papadopoulos. And in the end, they were trying to get these uh, mails by Hillary, uh, so then they yes. would expose Trump uh, for playing some dirty tricks, which wasn't the case, and for having been supported or uh, in some way by Russia, which wasn't the case. In fact, this, uh, this guy, this Joseph Mispu, was never found actually again. He's being protected and hidden away by both right. Russia and the Vatican. Because what people don't understand is that there is a secret, secret link between Vatican and Russia. And it's a catto-communist link, and it's something really evil. And uh, I hope that one day, uh, I mean, now already Trump is very angry because he saw that uh, in the last few days, uh, Pope Francis, on the five days ago, has received uh, President Lula, the former president of Brazil, who mm-hmm. is a communist. And who is an anti-Trumpian, who has talked uh, very openly against Trump. And after the visit with the Pope, he, of course, went directly to Moscow. Because people have to understand, Vladimir Putin is uh, maybe a nice guy for his people and he's an excellent choice for Russia, but he's not an excellent choice for us. He's a communist. He's still a communist. He was brought up in communism. Even if he claims now he has orthodox Christian values, which is what they are trying to regain in Russia, Mm -hmm. they still work uh, with people like uh, Bernie Sanders is an agent. Bernie Sanders went uh, to Moscow for his uh, honeymoon. Yes. Mm -hmm. Bernie Sanders is a Soviet agent. So uh, the Clintons were always very close to 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 the kgb and many others have always worked in close proximity yeah. uh, so it's 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 very sad that uh, europe is not uh, it's enemy territory it's gone back to be uh, enemy territory. While, while up until the end of the cold war you actually had you were safe if you were on on the western side of things
0: mm-hmm.
1: after the fall of the of the berlin Wall and after mm-hmm. The collapse of the Soviet Union um, it seems like the US had this naive idea that communism was defeated and it was the beginning of the end because at that point they could do whatever they want right they didn't have any more the enemies because you see up until then you, you were talking about Gladio. Mm-hmm. Gladio was an anti-communist organization Yes, stay behind network. Stay behind network, uh, meaning that people were ready to fight communism at any cost. Right. Uh, Once that uh, went out of the window, the money didn't come in any longer, the agents were out of their jobs, and and, and Gladio was eventually forced to dismiss because it was even exposed, So even if partially, so to make it uh, official that they were dismantled, That was the end of an era, but it was also the beginning of another era which gave to the communists the possibility to, at that point, not only have the influence that they already had in the universities since the end of the 60s, because remember, this communist propaganda, Mao Zedong Red Book, or right. uh, all the rubbish of uh, the manifesto of Karl Marx and all that they circulated from the middle of the 60s in every single university in the world and especially in Europe they actually managed to and, and, and even here of course if yes. we have if we have uh, nowadays an indoctrination in the universities is because all the professors are red and they should all be sent away. If we have states like like California in these conditions where people are literally brainwashed by the left, it's because since the the sixties they, they were able to to take over the show. And once you you have uh, your professors and you you know you are able to corrupt a professor very very easily because the average pay of a professor is not that much. Yeah. So you give them a few peanuts, a few, a bit of money, and these people will give you anything.
0: Right. A, a promise of tenure and uh, you're going to spout whatever, whatever line they want, you know, they want you to spout. And um, yeah, they, uh, you know, and it's uh, you saw Alinsky as well. I mean, things yeah. like with with the the weatherman, you mentioned the Russia basic hoax. Um, you know, it, it's very, it's always goes back to the Alinskyite tactic of blame your opponent for what you're actually doing. And and they were getting information from Russia, if, if I'm not mistaken, correct?
1: Yes, yes. And and we are talking about somebody you just mentioned who is also Satanist because he oh, has finally yes. said that he's a Satanist. I mean, so we're talking about Democrats more than de- Democrats. And my latest book, Volume 4 of My Confessions. Is about that is about uh, is about showing all this and uh, and and there is a lot of uh, things that people don't know about for example Madonna is also linked with another despicable character and and I've talked about that in my book but I also talk in my book about Antifa being linked with the satanic temple right which is another link which people sometimes don't know much about so I think that altogether it's, 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 we are living in unprecedented times, because uh, we have uh, all these institutions like the Catholic Church, uh, uh, the monarchy, and the, the, the British monarchy, and all the rest of that they are they're all in crisis. Right.
0: And uh, the house of cards is is falling.
1: Well, yeah, definitely it is falling, and uh, they're desperate. And unfortunately, desperate people make desperate moves. But they're also not so clever in the way they used to be in hiding things. They are becoming a little bit too obvious and they they, they don't, they are not really hiding things. So people are capable of viewing, you know, their... Uh, right. The way they're doing things and 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 then I in, in my latest book I wanted to talk also about all these college secret societies that are part of the problem uh, You know in right. the past we have always talked about the skull and bones skull and bones skull and Bones, but in reality There is many more secret societies Operating okay. within the American northern uh, North American college system
0: let, let me ask you something really quick because that that was one thing that um, you know that that really as far as somebody who who doesn't know a whole lot about secret societies and 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 things of that nature, are there are there calling cards or there hallmarks that that somebody who is untrained can still maybe see? I know that people have mentioned things like oath swearing and um, even things like uh, Vesca Pisces and you know all all these different images and and acts, but are there? Are there telltale signs of, of what is benevolent and what is, is not?
1: That's very difficult these days because, you see, even institutions that had a benevolent past have turned out to be used these days as malevolent and infiltrated by the satanic element. So uh, it's, it's like Freemasonry, for example. It's a great institution. It helps making men better. Unfortunately, these days, um, in many states like, for example, California, the Ordo Templorientis of Alistair Crowley and the Sadonists have infiltrated a number of lodges, making it impossible to say that the entirety of Freemasonry here in this state uh, is actually uh, on the right path. No, they are not. Unfortunately, these people are becoming increasingly influential but even in countries like Great Britain the United Grand Lodge of England uh, was uh, a very respectable organization nowadays they accept drag queens as men inside their lodges and they accept uh, uh, things that uh, and, and they have a lot of members uh, that are also officers in the OTO and their offices in the UJ. so I mean Freemasonry has been infiltrated by the dark side of the Illuminati, and what I said for many years, unfortunately, has come uh, to fruition. Now, when I was talking, for example, you you mentioned the weather report, but for example, also a character like Dr. Angela Yvonne Davis. You remember, she she was, uh, I mean, she was a person that basically inspired uh, a robbery an armed robbery and uh, an act of terrorism. And nowadays, she's uh, Uh, kind of mentioned in madonna's video again that also because uh, that criticizes weapons uh, as a hero so Hmm. the the the, the criminals the terrorists of the past have become the heroes of today in this twisted sick world of the lefties right and um, it's sad to see that because you see i mean when i came out with my exposure work in 2006 there wasn't still this political divide uh, in society Um, and so it was a little bit different Uh, we were trying to of course expose the secrets of the new world order expose who is behind it and we we said you know it's gonna go towards increasing uh, Socialist slash communist new world order. People didn't really believe it back then. They didn't really, they couldn't really see it at the time of George W. Bush, for example. Right. And uh, they and so, uh, we were though critical also of the neocons. So oh. a lot of people, for example, from uh, the Democrats, from the left side, okay, they started to actually support people like me or alex in those days because uh, we were fighting against you know the leading republican george w bush for them was the leading republican right but in reality george w bush was just the same as bill clinton they were part of a new world order scheme that didn't really see any difference between republican and democrats
0: they were just it- a few points of 1000 uh, points of light correct
1: yeah, and and and, okay. and 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 what happened is that I think that the Republicans reclaimed their identity as a conservative force only with uh, when Donald J. Trump eventually won the nomination and eventually got elected.
0: Right, I saw um, you know with, with that um, you know I, it it sort of went from being something that I saw on TV or saw something you or Alex talked about to actually seeing the. The the socialists the 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 actual radicals literally come to my doorstep, uh, deface my Trump signs, uh, try to silence anything that said Trump, um, you know, deface my my vehicle, and so then it became it, it sort of went from like watching a movie about zombies to looking out the window and seeing them walk down the street, mm-hmm. and. So, you know, at that point, um, you know, it became real. And then, you know, again, like I said, with uh, with synchronicity, God sort of put me on a few different paths. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm proud to say that, you know, uh, even even my son now has uh, he's he's fighting socialism in his own way, you know, for for the Republican Party. So, you know, it, it's just it takes people getting out, like you said, into the streets, being boots on the ground and. Fighting it. I, I mean, I think if you know. It isn't... I got
1: a lot of criticism initially when I wanted people to really take a political action because people were like, "Okay, but in the end, uh, both sides are parted from uh, the the, the what, what you have always called the Illuminati." So, what's the point? Right. And uh, the, the, there was a lot of criticism, and and not only that, uh, when I published my books in Italy, as I told, you, the first couple of years, my books were bestsellers I was making a lot of money in Italy but right. suddenly the moment in which uh, you know as an author I was actually making I was actually successful but the moment in which my books were seen as a political tool then you know the sales dropped because they got them out of the shops the the persecution started. And uh, eventually, I was forced to come here in the U.S., where now I can finally write. And I and actually started last summer a, a channel, again, in, in the Italian language on YouTube, which is now becoming increasingly successful. Mm-hmm. But uh, I am receiving threats left, right, and center. I mean, if I wasn't here in the U.S., I would be, be already be murdered.
0: Oh, yeah, it's I mean, a lot of people make jokes. I mean, it's it's funny to see Charlie Sheen come on and talk about Vatican assassins. But when you see what you have encountered and the the type of persecution, I mean, it 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 kind of takes on a different meaning when when you see what has happened to you and and how you've had to to literally well, I
1: can tell you what has happened a couple of days ago. i'm I'm about to make a show about it and I'm going to be doing. Uh, more work uh, to to show the people what's really happening behind the scenes because uh, only three days ago, uh, one of the biggest uh, Vatican journalists uh, a member of the Opus Dei has published an article on his site demanding the Vatican to move a lawsuit against me Oh wow Wow. So it's like uh, published an article regarding this yesterday you can find it on leozagami.com and um, And and it's uh, something that, of course, I'm shocked, I mean, because I thought that this guy was actually, I mean, he he was not even a journalist that was, you know, usually very much for the Pope. He had always criticized the Pope, uh, uh, telling that he was too close to Freemasonry, telling that he was too close to the gay community and so on. And now suddenly... This guy is asking the Vatican to move a lawsuit against me because I exposed the Pope's uh, secret lover because right. uh, I wrote an article exposing who is uh, the Pope's secret lover which is uh, this uh, gay guy who has moved in with the Pope now as his secretary
0: I mean you have always called it Leo I mean you' you're you know it's you have always called it so uh, of course really? they're gonna I
1: mean I remember when in 2006 or seven seven I think. I exposed uh, the the, the previous pope as uh, having a lover, which was uh, Father Georg, uh, the the secretary at that time. And that was also made the news at that time in the alternative news, of course, eh? but also made news uh, in in many other circles. I remember I got invited in Rome at the foreign press. eh? And, uh, and, and there there were actually people who were talking though also about Obama about Obama's uh, bisexuality mm-hmm. about uh, his own perversions right and and I had uh, already forecasted that he will become the president and in fact there is an article that I wrote uh, I think in 2006 on rents.com where I said that uh, no matter what McCain does unfortunately the next president is going to be Barack Obama and even before the actual nomination because uh, I actually went to report on the nomination in Austin at the time it was 2008 there was uh, the democratic convention in Austin uh, where they eventually decided for Barack Obama right
0: Leo, um, I, I really appreciate uh, you. I know that you've, you have some other things on your schedule today. Um, just uh, in wrapping up, I mean, uh, you know, uh, hopefully this has stoked some fires. Um, you know, you know I, I can't imagine that anybody listening to me is, is going to have trouble knowing or finding leo zagami but um uh, talk about your website talk about your works um how people can support you um your channel which is absolutely fantastic uh mm. and not just not just your regular but you know the pew is fantastic as well um and mm. uh so yes we, we we
1: actually inaugurated this new project called the pew which features also Rosambar, and it's uh, Kind of uh, going on and is an interesting experiment, definitely, for sure, uh, for my own uh, little channel on YouTube. You have to understand that even if I have the, my channel for many years, unfortunately, the channel has been not only demonetized, but has also often uh, seen members uh, losing their membership by- overnight. So uh, it's, uh, it's a channel that by now should have 100,000 members, and instead we're still stuck at 10,000, because at sure. times, you know, we, we, we have, for example, we, we literally saw how it works. You know, you have, for example, 500 new members, and the day after, they have disappeared. And Absolutely. people thought, and people told me, oh, Leo, I was uh, actually subscribed to your channel and suddenly they, 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 they kicked me out. So this is because they are, they are, they have always uh, um, uh, sabotaged my work. You have to understand, even with Facebook, I had to have a lot of patience. I mean, by the year 2013, I was already at my fifth profile. After I had already five profiles closed down without giving any reason they were Closed down from 2007 8 when I tried and attempted the first sites on Facebook. They were just, it was just impossible. So initially, actually, I had to use other names to go on social networks. Right. And because as soon as I put my own name, they will immediately go there and censor. So now people can find me on leozagami.com, which is my official uh, website, which is, of course, uh, uh, kept. Uh, Safe by a series of security measures, which I have to run uh, with uh, with a team because they have tried to hack the, the heck out of it. No? Right. Uh, and and then uh, from uh, LeoZagami.com, you have the links to my books. You have the links to my Leo Lion Zagami channel on YouTube, where you here you find all my shows and of course uh, uh, to support me, you have also donate button uh, through uh, my PayPal, which is uh, uh, Leo Zagami, uh, PayPal me slash Leo Zagami, and uh, uh, you can of course uh, get all the links to my books on my site. So I will say that if anybody wants to know more about me, or wants to support me, the best thing they can do is to go on my website, and they're not going to be disappointed because I regularly bring on the site information that almost nobody else has. I try to be original about the information I bring and the topics I cover. Of course, my speciality is the Vatican because that's where I'm from. I'm from Rome. So I still, uh, I'm still a Vatican expert. But on top of that, as you know, I cover a lot of other topics
0: absolutely well leo it has been an absolute honor having you grace the powder monkey podcast with your presence um keep fighting the good fight sir i'm um, I'm sure we can be doing
1: some more monkey business in the
0: future (laughs) absolutely if Um, i could ask one thing of you just real quick before we get off uh off the air here could i have you say this is leo zagami and i want my powder monkey radio okay
1: this is Leo Zagami, and I want my powder monkey radio.
0: Yes, sir. Thank you so much.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and I hope that was an okay jingle, but thank you so much for having me on. And next time, I promise I will be also in video, so oh. we can uh, you, you can also view me. And, Not a and uh, I hope that uh, the people who are listening to this show understand that uh, it is a work of perseverance, It's a work uh, uh, that uh, has never stopped since the beginning when I started in 2006 because I see it as a mission. If I was doing it for making money, I would have chose definitely another job. That's for sure. <laughs>
0: I, I, I absolutely. I mean, I, I honestly think of, of people like you, uh, you know, who are persecuted as, as modern day, you know, apostles. You're you you are not doing this for any other thing but to service mankind and, and, and tell people and
1: more than what is out mankind, there. I would say to serve God and mankind through Uh, the blessings that of course God grants us in our daily life and that we should all be thankful of Amen
0: Leo, thanks for coming on sir and I'm sure we'll do it soon in the future
1: Thank you God bless America and God bless the world
0: Yes sir For God, for country, for truth, for justice, for the Republic, you're listening to the Powder Monkey Podcast on PirateInfoWars.com. The calm is coming, it's getting near, our conscience numbing. we have no
1: fear. They're all here for putting